0: Hey guys, welcome to Petri Dish. I'm Nathan, the astrophysicist. <laughs> and I'm Sean, the actual scientist. And today we're gonna talk about- Oh, so physics? <laughs> <huh>?
1: <laughs> physics is an actual science? Alright, it's the philosophy of our times. Is there a name for like wine science? Or bartending science? Uh, Vinology? <laughs> yeah. I think there is actually, but N- I don't Nathan's know Nathan's a mixologist? Yeah, that's true. So I'm the mixologist.
0: Uh, okay, wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, welcome to Petri Dish. I'm Nathan. <laughs> He's gonna let it hang, huh? Well, I think you should go first then. So you can say All your right. scientist and I'll be like, I'm the common man.
1: Hey everyone, it's Petri Dish. <laughs> oh, how do you how do you even say that? <laughs> You're doing good. <laughs> Petri Dish is a product of Petri Dish media, all rights reserved. All characters during the show, such as Donatella Iglesias, Jimmy Coconuts, and Tyler Jerry are copywritten and are satirical. Any similarity to any person's living or dead is completely coincidental. Petri Dish is a science comedy podcast and should not be used as medical advice. Do not get medical advice from a podcast. And therefore, as a free man... I take pride in the words, Ish bin ein. Science!
0: Science! <laughs> science!
1: I know the human being and science can coexist peacefully. This without finding... Today's episode is brought to you by The Gallery. Based out of New York, The Gallery is a curated collection of photographs from around the world. While we are all unable to travel due to this pandemic-type situation, this is a great way to bring a piece of the world to you. All prints are made from 100% recycled aluminum, giving your wall that gallery finish. Right now, The Gallery is offering our listeners 15% off their purchase by using the code 15OFF. That's the number one, five, O-F-F. Go to thegallery.com, that's the G-A-L-R-Y.com, so that your wall will never be born again. Hi everyone, welcome to Peter Dish. I'm Sean, the scientist. And I'm Nathan, kind of the Charlie Day of the crew. Kind of a common
0: man, you yeah. know, kind of a Jacksonian-style Democrat. Uh-oh, the, the wild card. <laughs> yeah, the wild card, there we go.
1: All right, and... This week, we're going to be starting a couple of episodes that we're going to play not in order, right? Where we're talking about inflammatory disorders and autoimmune disorders. And so this time around, we're going to talk about the inflammatory ones. And then next time, sometime next time, later, we'll get to the autoimmune ones. What are some inflammatory
0: things, Sean? I've heard of... I've been inflamed. I've been engorged. But like, what are the things that we're going to talk about
1: for this episode?
0: What are, what are inflammatory disorders? I've heard of COVID and that's about it.
1: <laughs> well, so, uh, you know, COVID is a viral respiratory disease that causes a lot of other problems. And then when people get really sick, there's kind of this inflammatory part to it. Mm-hmm. But broadly, in inflammation... Is something that your immune system and other parts of your body can do normally when it's supposed to be fighting off a disease. Right. But chronic inflammatory disorders are usually ones that keep cropping up in your body. Right. Year after year, usually because there's something else setting it off. That's not really, it's not like a virus or something.
0: What are a couple of them? Where the big players we're going to talk about today? Well, inflammatory bowel disease
1: is a pretty good example. Oh, uh, I- IBD? Yeah. Good ooh, job, buddy. Ooh, look ooh. at you. Letters. Ooh. Very proud. Uh, and then there's also certain kinds of arthritis oh. that are sort of these chronic inflammatory disorders. Okay, okay, guys. But the main thing I want to say is that there's sort of a gray area between chronic inflammatory disorders and autoimmune disorders. Okay. And so, uh, you know... We'll get into a little bit of the differences, but a lot of that autoimmune stuff, that's going to be on the next episode on this topic. So guys, we're going to talk about the
0: difference between these things, lupus versus arthritis, and we're going to talk about why are your older family members, why are their joints so fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) All that and more after the break. Okay, Sean, so, you know, I used to watch the show, it was like reruns from the 60s, I think, called House. (laughs) And there was this guy named Hugh Laurie on it, I think he's dead, but he was pretty good (laughs) in his time. And he used to talk all this shit about lupus. Every episode, people had lupus. And that's how I kind of learned about this thing called autoimmune diseases and inflammatory diseases. Things that were your body's natural responses to getting, like, blasted by certain diseases and pathogens... Your body's gone too far.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. But what are autoimmune diseases versus
1: inflammatory responses? What, what's the difference here? What's going on? All right. It is a little hard because both of them have to do with your immune system. But classically, autoimmune disorders are characterized by the adaptive immune system. Okay. Okay, so if you guys listen back to our episodes on the innate and adaptive immune systems, you'll know the adaptive one is the one where you're seeing a lot of antibodies getting produced. You're seeing those T cells running around. And that has to do with what's called antigen-specific response. So there's like a really specific piece of a protein that your body has learned to hate. Right. Right. And so autoimmune disorders are, when you do that, but accidentally to something that your body normally produces. Right. So now you're getting mad at yourself. It's no good. Nathan, you got to let go of that hate. Uh, Ah, nope. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot to hate. So classically, autoimmune disorders are about the adaptive immune system fucking up. Okay. And chronic inflammatory disorders are kind of more thought on the innate side. Okay. Now, the thing is that oftentimes as we learn a little bit more about the details of any one disorder...
0: Yeah, these things are more complicated. Yeah, you start to find
1: the lines get a little blurred. Most autoimmune disorders have innate immune system stuff going on. Yeah. Right? And then every once in a while, one of the ones that we thought had no adaptive response will, like, find antibodies and shit.
0: Which, by the way, guys, if you're unfamiliar with adaptive versus innate innate immune system, um, you you shouldn't have slept through your (laughs) seventh grade immunology class. But also, we have episodes on the immune system. These are really crazy, interesting subjects. Very applicable to modern politics and society.
1: Sure. Um, Just to
0: summarize, though, the adaptive immune system is kind of like the policies that maybe a police department makes that has negative effects on the community. Whereas innate is like just if the cops are racist, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I mean, I think innate we generally think of as like the beat cops. Right, right. And then maybe the adaptive is more like, you know. The
0: adaptive uh, is kind of like the scaffolding around the law enforcement system.
1: Okay. Yeah. Sure, sure. (laughs) That sounds good. (laughs) But uh, I do recommend people go back and listen to our episodes. We did those episodes so that we didn't have to go into detail about every immune cell and like what they do every single time. Right.
0: This shit's going to be a little bit hard to follow if you haven't done that primer For example, I forget everything we talk about on the pod. So, like, these notes are a little complex for me. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's rough. Yeah, Um. don't be like me. (laughs) Listen and remember.
1: Yeah, Nathan's going to be struggling a little bit. Okay, so... Inflammatory disorders. When I came back from Korea,
0: what? I didn't recognize Sean until I touched his face like Helen Keller and Dwight D. Eisenhower. It was like, oh, you have a kind face. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Sean, I know that mouth anywhere, but not from visual, like the mouth feel. Yeah, if only you had touched my
1: face with your hands. That's yeah. what I would have liked. He's like, <laughs> All right, all right. Um, so inflammatory disorders. Inflammation is an essential part of staying alive. Okay, you need inflammation. A lot of times that we talk about inflammation, we talk about it in a negative way. We don't like it, right? Like, like...
0: testicular torsion. What? Is that not inflamed? <laughs> it probably gets inflamed, <laughs> but the,
1: the torsion part isn't
0: important. Can we do an episode on testicular torsion? That came up in a conversation I had recently. I want to talk about balls. Okay. I guess balls- so. <laughs> I guess we can give it a shot. Okay, but anyway, so inflammation super important. You got to get inflamed sometimes.
1: Yeah. I mean, inflammation, it's like, you know, you, you have a red area. It's swollen. It's red. It's hot. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's a process for the immune system to recruit cells to come in and, you know, to the scene of the crime and clear out some shit. Okay? Right. So inflammation is important. Right. And commonly it happens during infection, but there's also what's called sterile inflammation, AKA inflammation that happens without there being a pathogen around. Sweet. Okay. And a lot of times the problem with acute inflammation is pain. You get painfulness in the area, redness, swelling, heat, immobility. Right.
0: And that's always true of inflammation. But if it's inflammation for no good reason, then we're just putting ourselves through extra torture.
1: Right. Yeah. And, you know, these kinds of disorders are often chronic or unresolved inflammation. So something keeps setting off the inflammatory response in a spot, but it's not getting resolved correctly. Okay. Well, what the fuck? what's going on (laughs) yeah so sometimes there are mutations that people have that make them susceptible to these kinds of uh, inflammatory disorders making it harder for the immune system to get turned off like x-men they get boned up yeah something sets them off wow and then they won't stop popping off okay right so so sometimes it's genetic little little susceptibilities shit where something that in a person without those susceptibilities their inflammation will come and then it'll go and it'll be over Right, So that's the case in sometimes.
0: Okay, so what are some examples of when people's bodies are at war with themselves?
1: (laughs) Right, so one of them is inflammatory bowel disease, right? And so this is a, it's actually a category of diseases. It's not just one thing, but it includes things like Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. I know
0: someone with Crohn's.
1: Good, or bad. What is it? I mean, I don't know. So... It's like a patchy inflammation, chronic inflammation throughout the small and large intestines, like particularly Crohn's. And in something like ulcerative colitis, it's kind of like a consistent inflammation in the large intestine. Okay. Because your intestines are basically, you know, these tubes lined with cells to right. do things like absorb stuff. And yeah. also secrete things to keep the bacteria microbiome in check. Yeah. You had a Our first episode was on the microbiome.
0: There you go. Yeah. Often uh, cameos as sausage cases, right? (laughs) Sausage casing is intestine. Yes, that's true. I'm glad
1: you keep bringing it back to phallic foods. That's the important
0: thing. (laughs) I didn't even think like that. (laughs) You brought it to phallic. No. But okay, okay, so we got the intestines. They're all inflamed and shit. Why are they inflamed?
1: Sure, so in some cases there might be mutations in what are called pattern recognition receptors, which we did talk about in the innate immune system episode, but I'm guessing you don't remember, you son of a bitch. No 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 I love you. I remember everything
0: you say. God, you're a liar. Okay. But the idea is that innate I treasure you. <laughs> innate immune cells. You're why cavemen painted on walls. Jesus.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let me say the word. Oh, God, you're naughty. Okay. okay. What are we talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Innate immune cells have these proteins on them that help them recognize kind of broad classes of... Things like viruses or bacteria okay. or fungi, okay. Or whatever. Okay. 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 And these are called pattern recognition receptors because they're supposed to recognize patterns on stuff like bacteria. Okay. Cool. So stuff that a lot of bacteria have in common, like having cell walls made out of peptidoglycans.
0: That's important in the gut because there's like a fuck ton of bacteria that live down there. So you got to be able
1: to recognize the good ones. Yeah. So this is the innate immune system doing a little bit of profiling, right? Right. And if you have mutations in those pattern recognition receptors. Like the toll-like receptors or C-type leptin receptors; those are just specific kinds. That might make innate immune cells more sensitive to bacteria and fungi that normally they would tolerate. I was about to say, what happens when profiling turns into stop and frisk? Right. And so, I mean, this is basically that problem: is that you get this inflammation from something that, like, is just there all the time, not causing a problem. Normally. Right. And so these totally normal members of your gut microbiome are suddenly setting off your immune cells, and they're getting angry. But hey. They're going to be a part of your gut microbiome for the long haul. And so your immune system is just going to be angry all the time. Right. Right. And so that's kind of what's happening in some of these situations.
0: Can you flush your whole microbiome and then take poop pills? Get new microbiome?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, are you remembering our first episode? You're Dude, very brave. I, I remember everything, I just troll <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, I, don't blast this. I remember that. Uh
1: people didn't see this because it's not a visual medium, but you kind of mimed taking a pill in your mouth. Yeah. A lot of times the pill goes up the butt. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Uh fecal transplants a lot of times are going that way. It's
0: interesting. I just inject shit straight into my spine through a, a lumbar puncture.
1: Your spine,
0: yeah, dude. That's why my friends. That's why I talk shit all the time. That's because my brain is full of shit.
1: Not Literally, that, not where that's supposed to be. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So it is experimental in a lot of cases, but there is an idea like, okay, we can take antibiotics or something to really flush out your current gut microbiome and try to replace it with something else. Right. Sometimes there is a what's called dysbiosis this conflict between your microbiome and your immune system that is on the microbiome side. Like, that can happen. Mm -hmm. Okay. But in this case, it's usually something on your immune system side Okay, that's kind of causing a conflict here. We
0: fucked up, we're profiling
1: some good bacteria, and so we're inflamed all the time because it's always there helping us digest stuff. Right. So, for example, in mice, if you mutate or completely get rid of a protein that they have called Dectin-1, which Mm. is one of these pattern recognition receptors. I think I used to bully a kid named Dectin. (laughs) <laughs> you, you didn't bully kids. What are you saying?
0: I think I was nicknamed Dectin and was bullied. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Like, shit up Dectin. Yeah, yeah. So yeah.
1: Nathan to Dectin is an obvious, that's an obvious jump. It's yeah, like yeah, Richard yeah. and Dick, right? It just makes sense. Oh, well, my middle name is Dectin Blair. Nope. Okay. <laughs> so Dectin 1 normally detects this carbohydrate that gut fungi make. And so when you get rid of Dectin 1, the immune cells can't detect those fungi and, like, eat them anymore. hmm And so you get kind of an outgrowth of those fungi They kind of get exacerbated. And then they can cause all kinds of gut problems in those mice. Okay, so that's, like, that's one example of some kind of gut issue that you can have.
0: Right, okay. Well, how about in humans? What's going on with Crohn's
1: people? Yeah, so about half the people with Crohn's disease have a single amino acid changed to a protein called NOD2, which is another pattern recognition Goober. And the scariest of Cronenberg's movies. Nod, to <laughs> Well, the interesting thing is if you look out there and you find all the people with this mutation... Yeah. Like I said, half the people with Crohn's have this mutation, but there's people without Crohn's that have this mutation and have no gut problems. Oh. Okay, so it's not like this mutation guarantees that you're going to have a chronic inflammatory disorder. Oh, interesting. Okay. Your immune system is too complicated for it to just be a single thing really consistently having that problem. Our gut microbiomes are too complicated. The interface between them, you know, like, yeah, but half the people with Crohn's disease do have this, this mutation. Okay. And that messes up the ability of your receptors to tell who's good and who's bad. Yeah. Or, or your gut microbiome interacts with your immune system a lot. And some of that interaction is your immune system getting rid of the legit bad parts of your microbiome. Right. And so in some cases, this removes your ability to recognize the bad ones. Right. And so you have an outgrowth of the bad ones. And then you get an an inflammatory response anyway. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, a lot of the science is done in mice where you like delete an entire protein or something. And then you get this exacerbation. Right. You just see what happens. Right. So, you know, there is this kind of, in a certain sense, chronic inflammatory disorders, inflammatory bowel disease, you think about an overactive immune system. Right. Okay. So it's a little bit weird that, like, we're deleting parts of the profiling part and then you get an overaction, right? Right. That's logically a little weird, but it just plays into the complexity of these systems, right? It's like, oh, you get rid of that. And then all these bacteria grow up and they start shooting out toxins and then you get damage and inflammation. So, you know, right it's complicated. It's like guys. the wire. It's a lot yeah. of characters. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's actually you like it, really? <laughs> I
0: love the wire. It's yeah, one of those I, shows I
1: fall asleep to.
0: What's <laughs> I feel weird because I also love the wire, but I feel like I love love the wire when it actually came out. But then you say it now, you're like, I love The Wire. Half the people I know look at me and they're like, you haven't even really seen it. You're like, no, I really have though. <laughs> and I actually like it. They're like, no one really likes The Wire. And it's like, what? Is it like Thomas Pynchon? Like, fucking <laughs> like, fuck you, man. Like, it's just TV. Like, yeah, I watched it, son mm-hmm, of a bitch. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like a pretentious dick. It's like, you can't not be a pretentious schmuck talking about The Wire. Yeah.
1: Well, I have loved avocados for a very long time. That's true. But now, now you're a I'm schmuck. a piece of shit yeah. <laughs> right? for loving avocado. I'm
0: actually one of those is I didn't like avocados until recently, and I had it on some toast, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, it's like really a like pleasant brunch." <laughs> uh,
1: we're fucked. Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of the examples we gave just now, right, were about pattern recognition receptors. I don't mean to give the impression that that's the only kind of issue that can cause inflammatory bowel disease right. or anything like that, because your bowels, your intestines, are a really complex environment. There's a lot of different, even small changes, things that seem like small changes, that could really fuck up the balance in there. Right, right? you have leaded gasoline,
0: and then (laughs) then it turns out all your osmosis Joneses, they're just a little angrier all the time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So things like changes to the um, mucus thickness. Your intestines keep everyone separated. Right. You know, keeps the bacteria and fungi away a little bit. There's a lot of these antibodies that get secreted out. Yeah that just kind of hang out and bind up to some of the naughtier pathogens that might end up in your guts. Right, it's
0: like a video game that has a lot of code going on a lot of tiny things could fuck up and make a bug. Same thing. It's a really complex system. When you said mucus thickness, it made me think of Terry Jones like in a pinup or like the Red Spice guy, which is covered in mucus, and you say thick mucus, and it'd be (laughs) (laughs) T-H-I-C-C. Thick mucus. (laughs) Well,
1: (laughs) you might not be the only one, Nathan. Somewhere out there, someone else might have thought that. I think so, man. That's beautiful. That's (laughs) what this is all for, is to connect with other humans. (laughs) Um, Okay. Let's take a break. Let's take a break and then we'll talk about the next one that we wanted to hit up here is osteoarthritis.
0: Mm, What's happening to your oysters?
1: The following is an actual advertisement. Hey, it's good old boy Mike. This is good old boy Dave. From Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Sips, Suds, and Smokes covers wine, tea, coffee, distilled spirits, whiskey, scotch, beer, cigars. People whose first name starts with Q. Bad fake British accents. And we always take time to make fun of the people of Alabama. Band once again. It's a one-hour episode that's mildly entertaining for about 22 minutes. I think mildly would be a vast improvement. While we do have the only beer show with the holy man, we talk about these products and rate them with our unique rating system, like our Suds 5 rating. <laughs> Really, have something better to do with your life for an hour than actually listen to this show? What'll make them think about it? Well, join us on this radio station, podcast network, or via our Android app.
0: Guys, we're back with Petri Dish. One of the most, it's interesting because I think for me, uh, walking to this episode, inflammatory disease, I don't know, guys, with bubonic plague, with COVID, who gives a fuck? (laughs) about inflammatory disease but to step away from the name inflammatory disorder one of them is super common a lot of people have it it's a source of chronic pain and it's something that everyone recognizes arthritis yeah so sean tell me a little bit about arthritis why are we getting so inflamed all up in our joints
1: yeah so 37 percent of people over the age of 60 have osteoarthritis what does osteo mean by the way Uh, bone, I think. Okay, so our bones are all pained. Yeah, I mean, I think it's talking about, you know, joints getting really, really angry and everything like that. But one thing I do want to clarify is when you say arthritis is kind of this broad term. Okay. There are several different kinds, and actually within that umbrella term of arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis is actually commonly thought of as an autoimmune disorder. So something we'll talk about next time. Okay. But osteoarthritis is thought of More well, originally osteoarthritis was just thought of like wear and tear shit, right? Because we noticed that older people had it, right? And you're like, you're too old, yeah. Shit's worn, yeah. It's like, yeah, your cartilage, it's shitty, right? You know what I mean? And just like sometimes cars got to go into the shop, you got to get tuned up, and uh, your cartilage is done. But
0: unfortunately, like many things of the human body, it's way more complicated.
1: Yeah, and I think there was a conception at some point that like kids, their bodies are dynamic. You know what I mean? It's like, they're still growing. There's stuff getting replaced. If you get injured as a kid, your body's going to fix it. You know right. what I mean? Like, you can get your arm torn off and then reattached and it'll, like, function. Someone like, lied to you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't but, do that, Sean. But at some point, you know, it's like a lizard tail. Or a penis. Uh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Isn't that so cool? You can just, like, get it back on? <laughs> you just grow a new one. Um, <laughs> What? Huh? <laughs> you have a mutated <laughs> amino acid. Uh-oh. You uh, need to be studied. But at some point, it's like, oh, adults. Right, and then, like, at you're a done. certain age, right. your shoulder goes bad, you just have a shitty shoulder from now on. Right. You know what That's I mean? That's what doctors always tell Dad. He's <laughs> like, what do I do? And they're
0: like, you're broken! <laughs> <laughs> Jump off a bridge! <laughs> and it's, like, bad medical advice, right?
1: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's a little cruel, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's yeah. not that old yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, got a, he's got some good years left. Anyway.
0: Um, Dad's, like, 45? Because Mom met him when he was 12, right? <laughs> and then took him as a child husband. <laughs> Good.
1: It's uh, good. <laughs> it's good. Defamation. It's good thing we're, we're not in the UK, so we can't get sued quite as heavily by our parents for... And a... I just have a
0: certain amount of libel I need
1: to spout or slander.
0: <laughs> but like, if it's against mom and dad, yeah. <laughs> they're less likely to sue me. Less litigious. So I can
1: get out my daily quota of slander. That's beautiful. But I think more realistically, it's just our bodies are more dynamic than that. Even right. later in life, and one of the things that happens is when your cartilage gets damaged through wear and tear... It's going to release a bunch of stuff. Damage in general releases a lot of signals to your immune system because your immune system is actually not just an important part of inflammation, but the second half of inflammation is wound healing. Right. That's like, that's the whole thing that happens after inflammation happens yeah. is the wound healing process.
0: Except in America, <laughs> where, <laughs> where we have
1: an entirely punitive <laughs> Polarization <laughs> has removed the wound healing process. That's true. It's true. <laughs> So now people consider osteoarthritis to be more of a whole joint disease that's not just a wear and tear thing, but that includes stuff like bone remodeling and basically a wound healing process that has kind of failed. Your body can remodel your bones? Oh, yeah. yeah. What? Well, also, I'm, uh, you, come on. Uh, when, when you break a bone, that just broke. You know what I mean? But yeah, You, you, that's you why get... you amputate. <laughs> You, you, that you put off. a cast on, and then some—you know—some stuff happens. These cells they fill in that crack and everything like that. They lay down know. all the stuff, and then your bone heals. I mean, that makes sense. he said, "I
0: kind of thought, being an ignorant boy, that you like set the bone in place, and then I guess they just stopped thinking about
1: it." <laughs> <laughs> you build muscles. The muscles. Yeah, I the don't body. know. Right? Well, uh, the bone. Um, I don't know if I know enough about. Bones to do an entire episode on bones, yeah. but things like bone spurs. I'm sure there's already a podcast about that show. Bone spurs, to to okay? It. Yeah. Bone spurs are the buildup of a bone deposit, like it's a calcium yeah.
0: deposit. And it deprived the Vietnam War of our greatest leader. All right. <laughs> Donald <laughs> Trump wanted so bad <laughs> to help liberate the Vietnamese.
1: <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Um, so when you look at somebody with osteoarthritis yeah and you look at the fluid that's in one of their inflamed joints right or one of their painful joints there are clear indications of inflammation okay Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm saying that sentence because there was a time point where people would not think of osteoarthritis as an inflammatory disease right they just thought cartilage is wearing
0: yeah but But now
1: that shit is inflamed there are clear signs of inflammation infiltration of these innate immune cells they're coming into the neighborhood Whenever dad watches a Trump speech, his arthritis comes back up (laughs) because he's so inflamed. He's so hot in Uh, a mad way. (laughs) In our episode list, at some point, I'm going to do a stress episode because stress can definitely trigger inflammatory issues. That's interesting. Why is the mind
0: and body so linked? Doesn't that just make these things harder and more complicated? It's because the mind is the body. (laughs) It's just just the body-body connection. (laughs) Yeah. So that's why faith healing works.
1: Ooh, you're not. <laughs> Yoga. <laughs> <And then laughs> so, there are there's some animal work that suggests that low-grade inflammation may be a causal factor in the development of osteoarthritis. Oh. As in like hmm. you might have a joint and then the inflammation comes first and then that fucks up your joint. Oh, that's interesting. It's too soon to say whether or not that's actually how it works in people. In right. people, it might be the other way around. You get damaged because we use our joints. Right. And then that triggers the inflammation. Right. right? So chicken and the egg-wise, we're not totally sure which one is in people. What's the link
0: between masturbation and osteoarthritis? Like, it, it's
1: it's a straight line.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> my hands hurt all yeah. the time now. The more one, the
1: more the other. Was... <laughs> 100% correlation. The man wasn't meant to masturbate as much as you do. <laughs> <laughs> should have never come down from the
0: trees Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> as soon as you got a free hand okay so i didn't come from trees <laughs> i crawled up from the mud
1: <laughs> um several molecules show up in joints as they wear out and break down i think this is maybe not how people well actually i'm not sure how people think about tissues and organs anymore yeah. but in a tissue and an organ right like if we're talking about your joints There are cells, sure, but there's also the extracellular matrix, just like scaffolding of proteins and carbohydrates that actually just like build out the space in there. Right. And as those rip or tear, they can release little chunks of molecules. You can have things like calcium crystals and shit leaking from blood vessels, and all of those things are what are called damps. Okay. And those are damage-associated molecular patterns. Right. So... Your immune system is trained to be able to see, like, oh, shit, there's damage somewhere. And then they go in and they try to deal with it. All of those things can also activate the complement system, which I hope you remember us talking about in the innate immune system episode. Yeah, I'm sure someone does. (laughs) Because it's complicated. Yeah. (laughs) But the complement is basically a part of the innate immune system that's all, like, protein-based. It's, like, all stuff that happens outside of cells. Right. But it sets off inflammatory pathways and signals and gets a bunch of immune cells in there. There are activated macrophages. There's activated mast cells. Right. So all these fuckers are going to this false alert, basically,
0: and are like blah 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 blah, and mm-hmm. that's causing the
1: arthritis. Mm-hmm. And some people have noticed that there's actually this link between obesity and osteoarthritis. Right. Now, for Look a while, at
0: coastal liberal trying to shit all over Middle America. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if we need to deep fry our butter. You know what I mean? I think, like, well, I don't think you should vote. (laughs) I think you just lost your rights to citizenship. I'm just saying. I think you can get him out of here. Um, Part of it might just be, hey, look, obesity can cause more mechanical strain on joints. Right. Of course. I I mean, that makes sense. So there's definitely some of that. But there's also some signs that obesity relates to systemic inflammation. That that white fat cells actually set off more inflammation in your whole system. You're too fucking fat, and your body's like, whoa, (laughs) it's too much fat. (laughs) And you're you're autoimmune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's interesting. When you have a lot of white fat cells hanging out with each other, they just have a tendency to have dysregulated signaling. Right. And then they end up sending out signals that are like, we're angry, like all right. the time. They're just angry cells, these white fat right. cells. It's like when you have white fat people
0: all together in Orange County, <laughs> they start sending out disordered signals like, COVID's a hoax, <laughs> <laughs> and you start having some inflammatory problems
1: in Orange County. What I love is that that applies to the Orange County in California and Florida. That's true. That's beautiful. <laughs> Synchronicities. <laughs> um... So anyway, I think, you know, that there might be something more than just the mechanical wear and tear. Systemic inflammation can then lead to some tissue-specific inflammation like in your joints. Jesus. That's basically what we have for osteoarthritis. Right. Those are the only inflammation issues anybody ever has. (laughs) Well, I think there's a lot of smaller ones. Right. And a lot of them are disorders that we're kind of discovering and are maybe family specific and stuff like that because a lot of them are based on mutations. Right. Right. And then a lot of other ones we're going to be talking about in the autoimmune section because they're classified as autoimmune disorders, even if they have an inflammatory component. Right. So that next time we're going to be talking about a lot more stuff, but I will say that, you know, these ones are chronic inflammatory diseases. Right. We also have like acute inflammatory diseases, right. which means something set off the inflammatory response but then it kept going inappropriately. Mm. And for example, that might be what's happening in some of the people with serious COVID issues, right? right. Mm. So like a lot of the people who end up going on the ventilators and stuff like that, those people have, when you take x-rays of their lungs and shit like that. COVID's all over the place and there's a lot of inflammation because of it. Right, it, what it looks like is ground glass, you know, like frosted glass. Yeah. It looks like that in the lungs because of fluid. And the fluid is there because of inflammation. Ah, okay. Right? Inflammation, one of the things is swelling. That's what's happening in your lungs. Damn. It's getting swollen with liquid. All the immune cells are going in. It's not helpful. And that causes all (laughs) sorts of residual damage. So even if you survive,
0: you've got health problems and inflammation. We don't know how long because it's a novel illness, but... Moving yeah forward.
1: yeah I mean I've heard of some people getting lung transplants and stuff like that. Wow. Um, do you but- think science has gone too far? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think in this case the the immune system's gone too far maybe. yeah, it has They've gone too far Defund the immune system. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of the treatments that are out there yeah like for example, there was a trial that came out for dexamethasone right that was kind of successful in people who were on ventilators dexamethasone is a steroidal anti-inflammatory right that's like the whole point of it is to counteract the in- inflammation that's causing these issues Jeez, bummer and it's not that at that point in your disease the virus is like kind of taken care of right it's like not really the virus anymore right it's just us it's
0: all the the fucking firebombing we had to do to get rid of that virus we went a little too far we bombed dresden now we got to pick up the pieces
1: yeah or like broken window stuff or whatever yeah, you know, broken, they're, yeah. They're
0: very 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 rough there's like boogaloo movements <laughs> it's like a lot of T, like one fourth of T cells now believe in QAnon and like we got to clean <laughs> clean that up
1: macrophages yeah hey yeah. T cells are the adaptive they're the FBI right right, of course of course of course My bad. um so yeah that's what we have on this kind of nice concise primer for the topic Right. Yeah. just getting into it but next time when we come back with the autoimmune diseases we're going to be getting into all kinds of juicy stuff we're going to talk about multiple sclerosis rheumatoid arthritis the lupus that you wanted to talk about very sexy all the good stuff psoriasis psoriasis I have a little psoriasis yeah okay guys so
0: next time we're gonna talk about the other very similar sort of thing (laughs) when the adaptive immune system goes too far
1: yeah alright well let's thank Stacy Song our sound lord and engineer thank you Brian for art Griffin for the little uh, video cuties I hope he does some more of those guys they're pretty popular yeah Griffin you gotta we're gonna we're gonna
0: make an animated show Okay, so you need to get, like, a lot faster, Griffin. Yeah, adult swim. Adult
1: swim, baby. Make us, uh, how long for adult swim? 12 Uh, minutes?
0: Yeah, yeah, 12 to 15,
1: no problem. Yeah, Griffin, so that's probably, like, 150 work hours. You lazy fuck! (laughs) 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 Unpaid! Okay. And thank you all for listening. Thank you to our Patreon supporters. Uh, If y'all want to sign up, it's as low as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash petri dish. As high as, like, a million. So, your choice, right? (laughs) (laughs) Dealer's choice.
0: Yeah, all (laughs) Saudi princes who are listening, okay, here's to you. It is per month, though. So, so it is a million per month, month, baby. Uh,
1: And you can go ahead and tweet at us at Dish Podcast or email us at PetriDishPod at gmail.com. Ich benign science. See you next time.